I'm Carol Coletta, and this is Night Cities. Imagine a globally connected set of urban studios inviting citizens to work on their best ideas for regenerating disinvested neighborhoods. That's the ambitious vision of Alice Cabaret, founder and director of GRIND, the Global Regeneration Initiative for Neighborhood Development, an urban strategist for Propituity, developers of the Mabunang Precinct in Johannesburg. Alice, the GRIND studio in Mabunang, is helping Johannesburg position itself as a leading metropolis in terms of urban innovation. Are there ideas that you're testing now that seem promising? Absolutely, Carol. Um, you know, GRIND stands for Global Regeneration Initiative for Neighborhood Development. And it's a nonprofit organization that promotes innovative and inclusive urban regeneration practices in neighborhoods around the world. And GRIND runs a collection of urban studios that are located in neighborhoods undergoing massive revitalization. Um, so this is why we located in the Mabonang precinct in Johannesburg. And all the studios provides a free space for local and international volunteers to implement their own urban projects, really with the objective of bringing innovative and inclusive solution to many issues faced by neighborhoods in regeneration. So we opened the first grind studio in February 2014 in Mabonang, and we implemented a, do a dozen you know, of projects since. Um, and some of the projects we implemented, for example, are um, developing a new model for squatted building regeneration by working with squatters inside uh, the building on the renovation of their buildings. So it's a complex and a challenging project. But um, it's an essential project to demonstrate a, a positive model for bad buildings upgrade, especially in cities like Johannesburg. Um, we worked on a few other projects. For example, we just um, uh, launched the first fresh produce delivery service, uh, sourcing in local urban farms in Johannesburg. And um, this is called the Urban Basket. Um, another project we did is called the Community Cube. It's a collaborative mobile platform for community engagement. And another project we did is, is, is called Grindworks, and it's the first local employment and skills development agency. And, and you know, at Grind and in the Grind studios, we also organize a series of workshops from waste management tips to free self-defense classes for women in the area, to art performance in the public spaces, to landscaping activities with the community. So I think, as you said, all these ideas have an extremely positive impact in the area and, and can be replicable in other neighborhoods and, and really made a difference in Johannesburg. I want to explore with you the specifics of some of these ideas, which sound really fascinating, Alice. But first, tell me about the Mabunang precinct in Johannesburg. Sure. So Mabonang is actually a Sutu word that means place of light. And uh, Mabonang is a vibrant, mixed-use, mixed-income neighborhood located on the east side of Johannesburg CBD. Mabonang in the Mabonang precinct is a privately developed neighborhood by a South African company called Propertyity. And the development started in 2009 with the development of Arts on Main. Um, which is a vacant or was actually a vacant factory and that has been transformed into a mix of retail spaces, artist studios, galleries, restaurants, and it's also home to a weekly market, a food and design market every Sunday. 
And now Mabonnet counts more than 15 previously vacant industrial buildings uh, developed by property with, you know, and they have been developing more than 500 residential units plus dozens of restaurants and retail spaces and offices and cultural spaces, including the only Museum of African Design. And I think Mabonnet really quickly became a landmark in Johannesburg and, and massively contributed to change perceptions about the city and also to encourage, you know, engagement of Johannesburgers with their own city. I am curious if any of the uh, squatter building regeneration projects that you mentioned that you're working on in Grind Studio are part of Mabonang. Some are located um, in the Mabonang area and they're not owned by property. So I think this is a, a common problem to a lot of cities. The ownership of squatted buildings is always obviously a main question and a main issue. And, and there's a gap, especially in Johannesburg, in policies of what to do with bad buildings. It's, it's because they're called like that in, in Johannesburg. So Grinds uh, knows that this is a main challenge for urban regeneration and really tries to work on a model where we can engage with the communities living in these buildings and try to work with them on new plans to renovate the buildings, to activate it, to, um, to clean them, to repaint them, to work on off-grid sanitation measures or access to water, access to electricity. And it's a completely fascinating project. Oh, it must be. Do you start with the notion that we're not going to worry about who owns the building? Squatters occupy the building now, so we'll just begin we'll begin there and, and start to improve the building with squatters' resources? I think the ownership of the building is extremely important. In this case, for example, the building we're working on, on the Mabonet Precinct, the, the owner left 20 years ago, uh, South Africa, and uh, it's impossible to find the owner, and the city hasn't taken over yet the building. So this leads to very, very, you know, gray areas in terms of ownership. We're now trying to establish a partnership with the municipality uh, of Johannesburg to formalize the fact that the building will be owned by them and that we can work, then we can formalize, let's say, a project uh, as grind and the community living inside the building into refurbishing the building with the go-ahead of the municipality. We started discussions and it seems promising for now. You mentioned Grindworks, and I want to come back to that, because in, in the U.S., job training, reskilling uh, of workers has been very difficult to do. Uh, we're not very good at it here, and a lot of federal money has gone into that with, uh, I think most people would agree, not a whole lot of results. Is Grindworks up and running? And if so, what is the, you know, what is the insight you had that allows you to do this work differently than it's been done? Yes, I think you're absolutely right. Also, local employment and skills development is is a key question in urban regeneration. And I see neighborhoods in regeneration or revitalization as a very resourceful platform to uh, formalize professional opportunities and engagement on a professional level between community members. So Grindworks is running as a pilot phase in Johannesburg, and we started. Um, a place where uh, we actually organized a board where people from the neighborhood can post job adverts 
on this board. And obviously, we want to encourage local economic development. And there's also a box that we started that we call the Grindworks CV box, where people in the community can drop their own CVs. And the CVs are then classified according to different themes, construction or finance or cleaning services or like health and, and health and beauty. And people from the neighborhood have access 24-7 to this box where they can either drop a CV, either look at the CVs available. And uh, we also are currently organizing a few workshops for skills development. And, and what we do really is just formalize an existing link between, for example, some professions in the, in the, in the neighborhoods like graphic design or uh, website development or events. It can be like urban strategy. And then we organize workshops between these professionals and aspiring kids in the area that wants to train or gain skills in these different domains. So what Grindworks does is actually more formalizing an existing trend that already exists between the members of the community that want to interact professionally or to or to gain new skills. To what extent are you attracting government attention to the work you do? And to what extent is your ambition to influence what government funds and the way government gets its business done? As Grind, we see ourselves as a conduit between different stakeholders in the city. Uh, the municipality, the private developers, the community, the retailers, and we're trying to bring people together and to really encourage innovative and inclusive projects to demonstrate that alternative solutions can be found to urban issues. And by doing that, obviously, uh, the, the municipality is extremely interested in what we're doing, and we have a medium to long-term objective of influencing policies for the development. And I think, you know, the, the example I just gave for the the model for squatted building redevelopment is a good example of that. If we can try to find an alternative way of upgrading buildings that will interest the municipality and might eventually also change the policies in terms of bad buildings reconversion. Does Grind now have other studios in, in other places around the world? Yes, our two other active studios are in Cape Town and in Panama City. We're also in talks with Rio de Janeiro in Brazil to open a studio there. And hopefully we'd like to open a studio in Detroit in a few months' time. Ah, uh, yes, you've been to Detroit. And, and when you open a studio, what sort of commitment are you looking for when someone is saying, we want a studio in Detroit? <laughs> well, um, I think, you know, it's all by experience and testing ideas and having also kind of a flexible space open to to ideas. What we would do is take an, a new space so it can be provided by the municipality or by, or by a developer, an owner or community organization and train a grind a leader, a grind local leader for the studio. And then it's a very easy and simple process. We just launch a call for proposals and everybody, local or international people, are free to really send their proposals and apply for a residency in the grind studio. If their project is selected, then they can come and stay for free for, free for three months in the studio to implement their own urban project. And then, you know, like we... Uh, we see how it goes and, and, and it's, you know, there's always like a lot of different interactions between space and the people coming and, and it's always a learning experience and a, and a, and a great adventure. I'll bet. And, and you activate it uh, with a competition for ideas. I like that. Absolutely. A call for proposals. <laughs> 
Mm-hmm. That's not unlike what we do at Night Foundation, actually. Uh, right now, we have a Night Cities Challenge that closes November 14th, but it's a call for ideas. Uh, and fortunately, Knight Foundation has has money to fund those ideas, the testing of those ideas. Perhaps at some point there'll be an intersection between a grind studio and and Knight Foundation. Alice, to what extent are insights or solutions about innovation, uh, urban innovation specifically, uniquely local? Or do you think that things, for instance, that you come up with in Johannesburg will in fact scale and be useful to other cities? I think there's a lot of common issues between, um, you know, cities and the neighborhoods in which, for example, the grind studios are located. For example, issues like local economic development or community engagement or public spaces upgrade are really common issues. And um, with each of the projects we're doing in the grind studios, we're really trying to develop models that could be replicable in other contexts. And um, and, and obviously, each context, context is extremely different. But I think there's projects like Grindworks or Catabolo is another project I didn't tell you about. It's pop-up sports facilities um, that could completely work um, in, in other contexts and in other neighborhoods. Um, so I think there's, there's a real dialectic between you know, local and global. And, and I like to say that local knows best. Um, but it's obviously we... At the same time, we do live in, in a connected world, and, and this is an amazing opportunity to share ideas and experience. And I think at Grind, we realize that projects can inspire, but also be transformed, be adapted by other communities. You know, when you start a project in one Grind studio, it can be completely adapted in another space. Um, depends on the project at the end. And, and as I say, local knows best, but there's a, there's a great dialectic between what can be what is common uh, issue between different neighborhoods and what's, what is the local solution found. Alice, if you could know anything with certainty that you believe would advance understanding of how urban regeneration occurs, what would it be? Well, I think the main point is to remind ourselves that uh, successful urban regeneration is always the result of a collaborative engagement between a plurality of stakeholders from municipality to private sector to civil society. And, and, and I think the trick is to get this balance right um, um, and to allow organic development to happen, but at the same time to be able to build a share and clear vision for the development of neighborhoods. And I think this process you know, requires constant engagement and flexibility and also innovation. And I think this is one of the strongest assets of Grind. Really, Grind acts as a catalyst for engagement. It's sort of conduit between these different stakeholders and, and it offers alternative, innovative ways of looking at urban issues. Um, so I think that's, that's really, for me, what, 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 what is the key thing about urban regeneration and how it occurs, this balance between uh, the mix of different stakeholders involved and how to get it right. Alice, thanks so much for being our guest on Night Cities. Thanks for having me. Alice Cabaret is director of GRIND, the Global Regeneration Initiative for Neighborhood Development in Johannesburg. You can follow us on Twitter at hashtag Night Cities and at C. Coletta. Find out first when new conversations are posted by signing up for our newsletter at nightfoundation.org forward slash features forward slash Night Cities. You've been listening to Night Cities. I'm Carol Coletta.